Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. This is The Jerry Callahan Show. All right, a quick congratulations to Enos Cantor Freedom, the greatest player in, the, in NBA history. Not the greatest. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you my top three all-time Celtics, Carano. Number one, Larry Joe Bird. There's no, uh, there's no competition. No and then number two would be Enos Cantor. Number three would be Dave Cowens. Number four, I'll say... Uh, uh, Jojo White, uh, number five, Kevin Garnett. How's that for my top five? Enos Cantor can't be number one, but uh, he is so just he, he's been he's come up so big in this situation when the world is going the other direction. You know, when LeBron and Pop- Popovich and Kerr and all these 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 uh, China commie China stooges are doing the bidding of communist China uh, in this time when, uh, you know, that's, it's kind of a big deal. Like they're hosting the Olympics pretty soon. Yeah. And Cantor's, uh, I'm sorry, Mr. Freedom is leading the, uh, the, the charge to boycott and he's, and for good reason. I mean, you really want to go there and celebrate communist China. That's what you do when you go to a country for an Olympic games, you celebrate that country, that culture. And it makes no sense to celebrate that culture while they have people in concentration camps making Nike's crap. But anyway, he, he will, we'll get to him with Tucker because it was just, I haven't seen too many people go on Tucker Carlson and just make Tucker smile, just make Tucker happy. And that's what Enos Cantor Freedom did. And uh, the judge, I love the judge too. He took, he took, he took pictures with the judge, signed autographs when it was over, but uh it's just too bad we don't have more patriotic players, more patriotic athletes in this country, like the great Enos Cantor Freedom. Also, quick congratulations to Miranda Devine. She's the New York Post editor, writer, columnist. <clears throat> Today, the book Laptop from Hell comes out officially. I got to get a hold of that. Why don't you reach out to Miranda? I know she's on tour, she's promoting the book. She's a New York Post person. She's not a big snob. She should com- come on with us and. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll try it. Laptop from Hell. I've read all the excerpts. I'm looking forward to reading the whole book because it is just, it's spectacular. And I guess we should thank Hunter because if not for the fact that that crackhead lost the laptop, you wouldn't have a book. <laughs> you wouldn't have a story. I mean, there wouldn't be nearly as much for the mainstream media to cover up if 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 this drug addict loser didn't leave laptops around, you know, like other people leave their, you know, forget their, whatever, their, their cell keys, phones. Their cell phones, he forgets, right. He forgets his laptop, you know, with naked pictures of him doing crack with underage uh, women, uh, girls. Uh, that's all. And, and uh, she said, I think she was on Hannity last night. She said, I don't want to focus on his tawdry life of smoking crack and the hookers and everything else. Let's focus on the big guy and the kickbacks that the president of the United States got with from these dirty deals with communist China. And I thought, that's we can do both. You know, we can do we both. Can. We can do tawdry. <laughs> we, we can multitask. We can talk about Tucker, uh, Tucker, about uh, Hunter's uh, proclivities with young women and drugs. Uh, I think it was one, one week or one, yeah, one week in uh, L.A. at this luxury hotel where he spent ten grand on hookers and uh, and the hotel and and room service. I mean, he just was out of control and. I think most people like those. I mean, you like, I, I certainly wasn't happy when someone like Chris Farley, you know, passed away, No, but the story behind it is, is fascinating that someone could self-destruct that way. John Belushi, same thing. The story of self-destruction while sad is irresistible for, for, you know, normal human beings. You read, how did that person get to that point? Yeah. It's just so unbelievable. It's, it's, I mean, let's be honest. Hunter. Biden's story is much more interesting than, uh, you know, Mitt Romney's story. A guy, yes, guy that won't drink a Coke is not that interesting. A guy that, again, is, uh, as she pointed out last night, 
a guy that's got a thing for posing, uh, for taking pictures naked of himself, video and photographs that he was very proud of his, his physique, I guess, because he couldn't resist to take taking pictures of himself with various young women, some younger than others, you know, smoke and crack naked in the hotel room. He couldn't do it without pulling out the phone or the video camera and recording it for posterity. It's, it's for the people. He's, he's living it so we don't have to, but we can watch it through his eyes. We can see his life story through his eyes. Is, is there ever been a public figure less disciplined, more reckless, more careless? When you think about, um, you think about Joe Biden's already, he's gotten away with it to this point, 50 years in public service, and he's fabulously wealthy because his son's out there whoring with uh, you know international business people and shady agents of the Chinese Communist Party. If he didn't record it all, literally record it all, they would be getting off scot free. It oh, wouldn't yeah. even be, wouldn't even be the New York Post and the and the and Fox News covering it. If it, if he weren't so out of control, if he were just a little bit subtle with his, you know, with his peccadillos, uh, Joe Biden would be in the clear. Un, uh, uh, unfortunately for Joe, his son is just the biggest. <laughs> most reckless lunatic we've ever seen. And um, one more note on that. It was nice. Did you see the Christmas decorations at the White House that Dr. Jill did? I did. Where, where, did I, did I, was there, a, was there a, a stocking missing? Yeah. Was, was that what way? A lot of people are focusing on those red boxes that she just put a big pile of red boxes. And I remember uh, Melania Trump getting uh, some grief about, I don't know, the gaudiness of her decorations. These and you know I'm I'm not a big fan of Dr. Jill, who I think is a awful spouse, an awful caretaker for forcing her her feeble-minded husband out in front of the cameras every day. I think that's cruel. But this, they got this pile of red boxes, and it's considered Christmas decorations. But they're very proud of the stockings, you know, hung by the chimney with the glee mantle. or whatever. The, yeah, with care. I don't. Know. And uh, there's six, six to represent all their grandchildren um that is not all their grandchildren they literally deny the existence of one of their grandchildren because again her mother is a stripper her father's a crackhead they punish the child they they they, they ignore the child because the poor child was you know unfortunately um uh, conceived <laughs> between these two people one again a stripper not that makes her a bad person the other a, a crackhead lying grifter that does make him a bad person but what kind of person what kind of human being denies one of their grandchildren because that poor grandchild had the misfortune of some uh, dubious parents it's despicable it gets no coverage of course in the media because people don't want to go there and say oh you can't you know blame i can't i i know certain i know plenty of people of that generation like my parents and maybe not they were almost the same age um and i can't think of one that would deny the kid is is theirs it's just not what because decent people do of the parents no it's just it's just sleazy it's just it's it, it it's just cruel that kid is in um uh, again, I'm not sure. I think it was Arkansas. I could check that. I could check that. Um, her mother is Luden Alexis Roberts. She had to sue Hunter Biden for child support. For First of all, for a DNA test to prove it was Hunter's. It was proven. Then Hunter, who's made you know tens of millions of dollars selling influence to his father around the globe, refused to pay child support. The yep. mother, Luden Alexis Roberts, had to sue to get him to pay what he owes. So she's gone through a lot. Unfortunately, she slept with this low life. The child didn't do anything. The child is, is, is innocent. Yeah, of course. I mean, I'm sure Joe and Jill were hoping she would, you know, end the pregnancy, but uh, she didn't. She's there. She's alive. She's a kid. Her grandfather is the president and he denies, he doesn't ignore her. Just, you know, we're not going to have her over the holidays. He denies she even exists. I'm going to become obsessed with this because no one else is going to touch you, it. You know, what's, you know what's crazy about uh, Google? Google's, if you Google um, uh, it's, uh, London Alexis Roberts, 
It, is that how you say it? London? Uh, London, right? Yeah. L-U-N-D-E-N. You see London. a picture of her and her name across. You Google it. And underneath that, it says former stripper. Like, that's how they're describing her. Is a picture, her name, former stripper. Former stripper. Who? <laughs> um, again, you, what kind of person? I mean, maybe, you know, like in royal families, you blame someone or their parents. I, that's what you do in North Korea. They imprison children whose parents commit crimes you know, against the state. The kids are born in prisons. That's how, how they do it in North Korea. I didn't think we did that in this country. I thought you were not blamed for the sins of the parents. And again, I would say there, there's been a lot of sins that Hunter Biden has committed that his dad has overlooked, his stepmom has overlooked. They have a way of forgiving Hunter, and he still gets to go to Thanksgiving celebration on Nantucket. He still gets to hang out at the White House, even though he's a worthless crackhead. What? Why punish this poor kid? I mean, at least you know have her name on the stocking and you know send her a gift don't pretend she doesn't exist but anyway yeah just just be ready i'm going to get i'm going to get obsessed with this it's just annoying and i think it's a look into what kind of people joe and Absolutely. jill are it is and maybe maybe again uh, we give joe we always give hunter the excuse that he was high he was stoned he was shit he was wasted we we give are we giving joe a pass on everything because he's cognitively challenge cognitively in decline and say maybe he's not aware fully that his son knocked up the stripper do you think he's aware no, he's of everything? aware mushy brain is aware he i think he knows yeah. who his kids are still and who his grandkids are <laughs> but uh but no and and by, no one should get a pass hunter shouldn't get a pass of course everybody's responsible for their own actions he knocked this woman up uh it's his kid and i mean the court knows everybody knows it uh, there right, was testing right. involved, right. and he's paying for this child. The child exists. Be a part of it. It's actually probably better for the child that the Bidens are not a part uh, of, of this child's life. It's probably better for them. Um, and, they, and, and this child just grows up with you know, enough money to, to live a good life and, but doesn't have to right. deal with them. It's probably better for them. But it is, it, it is, as long it, as he's shit. sending the checks, you're right. Maybe it's true that she can and, – and, and I mean, I don't know what he's paying. If we had a media in this country – it would be a good story if there were any media left that wasn't in the sack for the Bidens just to look it up. It's a legal, you know, it's a legal document what he was forced to pay in child support. And plus, if you made a call to London, you know, the strip, the former stripper, former strippers, think, Google says, yes. You think she would talk about her daughter and how disappointing it is that the daughter's grandfather who is the most powerful man in the world denies she exists. I wonder if, could they do this in a, in a, a child support, hearing where uh, both sides agree that if they don't talk about the child publicly to the media, they get a certain amount of money. Like London would get a certain amount of money, 10,000 a month as opposed to 8,000 a month. I wonder if they can do well, that in a child support hearing. To me, it's another example of what life is like when you've been coddled by the media for 50 years, particularly, you know, eight years when he was in uh, the White House with Obama. And then in the campaign, when he agreed to hide in his basement and allow the media to do can't do the campaigning for him you just get comfortable with that and you think you can do something as <clears throat> as cruel as this just deny you have a grandchild you know with a stripper just deny it the media will never bring it up they'll show your wonderful christmas decorations look at the six stockings for our six grandchildren and you just assume none of those the lap dogs in the press room that you see will ever bring it up. Now, maybe Peter Ducey will bring it up. Again, he's the only one in that room who actually does journalism, but maybe not. Maybe it's just viewed as personal or family business, but uh, I don't know. I just think it's a very revealing look at a man and a woman, if you consider Dr. Jill, who just completed the single gaudiest, most hideous Christmas display in the history right. of the White House. It is a low blow question, though. It's probably something Ducey should stay away from because he's got such right. high credibility right now. But someone else should ask. Someone else should take a shot. It would definitely give him uh, some some notoriety if they ask Saki it's or Biden. a good point. Thing. And occasionally, the Newsmax people get in there, and OAN once in a while gets a question. They usually ask about abortion or some uh, uh, social issue. Uh, but it's a good point. If you get one question, it's a very simple question. It is. Why does the president deny the existence of his granddaughter? You know, what would Saki, I mean, Saki just lies. That's all she does. But he'd, 
it's say she'd say that's personal or whatever but it's a good question maybe you'd get some attention on this issue maybe it wouldn't just be me and you <laughs> talking talk about it because that's <laughs> that's how it feels like uh as somebody uh oh there's jerry dunleavy from the dc examiner washington dc examiner uh he tweeted out the photo the video of the uh tree of the um the de decorations you get the tree you get the fireplace and you get the stockings yeah for almost all the grandkids next to the christmas tree and everyone in most of the media will say isn't it lovely isn't dr jill amazing and one guy from the washington examiner says whoops you only see six <laughs> six stockings there so anyway uh we'll we'll we'll, we'll keep track of that maybe they'll get it maybe they'll feel the christmas spirit at some point and say you know we really should uh admit that that poor child is blameless and that poor 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 child can't do anything about the fact that her freaking father's a total loser let's uh let's show some you know humanity here and hang her stocking up but uh we'll, we'll uh stay on top of that i can't we got to get to chris cuomo we got a lot to get to here uh carano we got to get to chris cuomo we got to get uh, more with uh enos Cantor freedom the greatest, the, 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 the most heroic, the most courageous athlete in professional sports. Lauren Boebert, right-wing firebrand, apologized. And then we proved, showed the world why you never apologize to these people. I was tweeting about it over the weekend saying, why is she doing this? Why does she apologize? You can't apologize to these people. It doesn't work. They don't accept it. And you'll never see a better example than this. The Jussie Smollett trial has begun. And I guess he has no choice, but I get some questions about, about Jussie's defense. It seems really, really lame, but we'll, we will see. And uh, I really do regret, obviously, I'm stuck here with you. I got my regrets in life. But uh, if I had a choice, a choice like if I could go back and change my career path, you know what I would have done? Come what would you have done? I would have been a football coach. I would have been a football coach. And I always say the best job to me from a distance would be like offensive or defensive coordinator in the SEC. Uh, you know, at LSU or Alabama or Georgia, the um, the coordinators make like $3 million And they don't even face the media. They don't have all the responsibilities of the head coach. It's pretty good. You know, they they, they – they just have less to do and they make a ton of money and you know what they get to get free cars and they go to restaurants and they eat for free and they get free every clothes it's just a great gig especially in the sec where you're always going to be competitive i mean you might get fired but you'll find another job um i, I should have been a head coach because you know brian kelly is just some schlub from uh everett from from chelsea mass and he's now if I'm, if these reports are correct, he's going to be the new head coach in LSU, making fifteen million dollars a year for a college guy. Went to went to uh, Assumption and played club <laughs> football, and now he's making, as you pointed out before we started recording, he's making almost as much as Bill Belichick. Yeah, it's he's crazy making money. more than most NFL coaches. Yeah. he's sixty years old. He had a good run at Notre Dame, but uh, and and. I'm at the point where I don't blame any of these guys for screwing over the recruits and the, and the no, assistant coaches and everyone money. else. Take it. That kind of dough. We'll give you the details on Lincoln Riley, the new coach at USC, and ask you. And, and he's taken a lot of grief because he left, uh, uh, you know, he leaves Oklahoma before their bowl game, you know, before telling anybody, before, you know, um, one of the Notre Dame assistant coaches said that he found out about Brian Kelly's decision after stepping out of a recruit's home, like he spent the, whatever, an hour recruiting a kid. <laughs> and I looked at his phone and well, said, uh, our coach just quit. And he's like, geez, he feels like a fool because he felt like he was lying to the recruit. The recruit assumes he knew and he was telling him, oh, no, everything's cool. So he makes fools out of assistance. He makes, you know, he pisses off the players. He makes recruits think twice. But when you look at the numbers, I'm telling you, we all have our price and these guys are just cashing in. We'll, we'll uh, give you some details on that, but we got to get to Chris Cuomo. And I asked the question, I've asked it many times, what does it take to get fired at um, the Boston Globe? As we know, the Boston Globe is the only newspaper in America that would have people like 
uh, Kevin Cullen on the payroll in the past. It was Mike Barnacle and Patricia Smith and Colin Borges, and, and they don't care. I mean, they had a big sexual harassment scandal. I don't believe anybody lost his job. If you're the right, if you have the right ideology, if you're on the right, on the right team politically, the, it takes a lot to lose your job at the Boston Globe, as Kevin Cullen has proven over and over again. Well, we uh, asked the question again, what does it take to lose your job at CNN? Uh, Chris Cuomo has violated every rule in the book. I mean, there's not a, a, a respected journalistic entity in the world that would keep this guy on the payroll. Uh, so far, he's hanging in there at CNN, but <clears throat> I do have an answer. I do have an answer is what it takes to get fired at CNN. We will get to that and a whole lot more. Today's Callahan show brought to you by DCU. Do you love your car, but hate your car payment? No problem. Refinance your car today with DCU and they get up, lower your monthly payment, lower your interest rate or both. Applying is easy and their loan experts will help you find the loan term and the payment that fits into your budget. Get out of that high rate loan and get the interest rate and the payment you deserve from DCU. Learn more and apply today at dcu.org slash refinance, insured by NCUA, membership required. All right, <clears throat> when um, Chris Cuomo was at, obviously his brother is Andrew Cuomo's big brother, one of the biggest scumbags in the world, uh, sent 15,000 senior citizens to their deaths in New York nursing homes, lied about it, covered up, wrote a book, allegedly made five million bucks having his uh, underlings write the book. He was grabbing everything but the third rail. All these young women who worked for him, 23, 24, 25, he was trying to kiss them and grabbing their asses and everything else. We know what kind of dirtbag he is. He was forced to resign, uh, should be prosecuted, but uh, his his uh, his scandals were pretty well documented. Now, there was an interesting conflict because his brother, uh, Chris Cuomo, doesn't have a lot of viewers on his nightly show at... Uh, what time is it at nine? Nine? I don't know. Nine, I think. Um, he um, was accused of helping his brother, you know, with the with the damage control, with the you know, uh, with nine. the campaign to discredit the uh, the victims. Uh, and in August, he denied it. Said, "No, no, no. I'm 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 not a campaign. I'm not a assist. I'm a I'm just a brother. Just there." And he lied his ass off in August. And these things, I don't know why people don't know that when you're emailing people like Andrew Cuomo or people like Melissa DeRosa, his assistant, or uh, why don't you think that maybe because Cuomo, Andrew's such a scumbag that there'll be lawsuits, there'll be criminal probes, that maybe these emails will get seen. They're going to come out, yeah. <laughs> I mean, don't you think when you type in it that maybe someone's going to get to see this? Well, here's why he is in big, big trouble, even at CNN, even though he survived a lot. By the way, sexual harassment scandal of his own when he grabbed the ass of his boss one time and, and thought it was like funny and she was very upset. She wrote about it, talked about it. Uh, he's apologized. He survived that. Again, good, hardcore liberal. So, you know, with a, with a corrupt family with lots of connections. So he has survived his share of scandals. I'm not sure he survives this sentence, Carano. Yeah. On one of the texts to Melissa DeRosa, who, uh, what was her title? Was it uh, chief of staff or something? Just check Melissa DeRosa because she's in the middle of all this. One sentence to her. A lot of, there's a lot of emails and a lot of uh, incriminating stuff. Quote, I have a lead on the wedding girl. Now, if you don't know who the wedding girl is, it's one of his accusers. If you saw the video, he forces his, himself on her at a wedding. You can see it. It's on video where he tries to like make out with her. It's disgusting. He's 63. She's about 23. Um, it's one of the best examples of what kind of a pig Andrew Cuomo was. Well, Chris Cuomo's job, along with uh, these other uh, uh, capos of uh, Andrew Cuomo, these other assistants, was to to discredit the accusers or intimidate them. And their job at this point was to find out what kind of dirt they could get on the wedding girl. And that was that job fell to Chris Cuomo. He's doing this while allegedly, you know, uh, uh, posing as a host and a reporter on CNN. Can you tell me anything that would be more obviously unethical than saying, I have a lead on the wedding girl who was a victim of your big brother? No. Uh, so DeRosa's, uh, she was the secretary to the governor of New York is what her, her title was. Uh, no, that's completely unethical. 
And you know what I don't understand is pe- we got people in the media right now. There's this woman, uh, Dakota Willink. Um, I saw her tweet out today. She said, who the F cares if Chris Cuomo helped his brother? I don't know anybody who wouldn't help family. The New York media needs to find a hobby. Their obsession with the entire Cuomo family is ridiculous. Obsession? Andrew Ooh. killed 10,000 people. Like, and, and his brother helped cover it up. What do you mean obsession? This hasn't been dealt with enough, asshole. And I know, I know, you know, Me Too movement is dead. I know there were a lot of total frauds and hypocrites. Uh, I believe one of the Me Too, was it Founders? Yeah, Founders was working with Andrew Cuomo. <laughs> <laughs> of course. And to help him, you know, with damage control uh. and PR. It is an interesting question about what are the limits that you would allow uh, for a brother. Like, how much uh, leeway do you get for being a brother? You know, uh, we used to debate this with with uh, Billy Bulger, the utterly corrupt uh, leader of the Senate in in Massachusetts, then the president of UMass. Just to, you know, the 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 embodiment of political corruption. Just a complete. Uh, just crook. I mean, just just the worst. I mean, it hired his. I mean, everything, everything. Scandal after scandal after scandal. He knew where his brother Whitey, a a a friggin' murderer, a serial killer, a rapist, just the worst person on the planet. He had had a conversation with him. He knew where he was, and he wouldn't help. He went before a Senate committee and said he wouldn't help find his brother, even though his brother had murdered young women, ripped their teeth out, just the worst of the worst. And I actually had people on the radio that I debated say, well, you do what you can for your brother. Not no, if you your brother don't. is a murderer. A psychopath. You know, you, know who's a, you know who's a heroic brother? Ted Kaczynski's brother. Because Ted right. Kaczynski's brother told the authority he didn't want him to murder anyone else with, with bombs, mailing. So he helped the authorities bring him to justice and save lives. Because of Billy Bulger's uh, refusal to help, I'm sure more people died, more families suffered. That's not excused because, you know, it's a brother and you're loyal to it's your not brother. I'm no, sorry. No, family does not trump your moral responsibility to stop people from dying. Well, here's, uh, um, you know, we, we, we mentioned Jesse Kelly a lot. Jesse Kelly, who's yeah. a um, radio host. He's great on Twitter. Um, he, and we've had him on the show, and I called him the leader of the resistance because he's been kind of fighting these lockdowns from the beginning louder uh, than than anyone else. But uh, so he tweets, "I don't like Chris Cuomo, and I don't care if he gets fired, but I don't blame him for doing dirty things to protect his brother. It's mm-hmm. his brother. Blood comes first. No, My sons both know you better do anything and everything to protect your brother. No, that's a bad stance so, by Jesse Kelly. It sure is, and and. Uh, um, Janice Dean went right at him. Good. And uh, went right at him and said, so you're good with Chris helping him cover up thousands of nursing home deaths? Good question, Janice Dean. And Jesse Kelly says, I can't believe you hate puppies. I don't really know what that means. But I, the idea that loyalty to family trumps all when that family member is literally killing people <laughs> is absurd. Take, take the it's extreme. absurd. I mean, like, that's that's criminal. You're covering up for a killer. Billy Bulger should have been in the next cell from his brother. What he did cost people lives. Absolutely. You can't this this phony romanticizing of of brotherly love and and family and blood. Blood trumps all. Blood trumps also if your brother is literally murdering people, literally raping people, whatever, committing true evil. You're supposed to say, "Hey, it's my brother. What can you do?" No, you can do the right thing and stop them. Jesse Kelly's Sorry, brain. Jesse, Kelly. Jesse Kelly's brain stopped there. That's that's where he stopped thinking. Because uh, take it to the extreme. You, your brother's Mussolini. You take him out. Right, like it's right. it's, it's not. There's, this is right. not a debate. The moral your moral obligation is to save save lives to stop someone from from killing people. Yeah, and and that's a family member. But when the family member is like murdering people, you, you don't say, "Well, it's family." Like if no. uh, Daryl Daryl Brooks. You know, has a brother or a sister, and they knew what he was going to do, and they said, "Well, I'm not going to stop him. He's my brother." Would you say, "Okay, family, blood trumps all"? I mean, it's absurd. Sure, John Wayne Gacy, uh, continue to dress up like a, ca- a clown and eat people. Go right ahead. Right. So, so the CNN announced they're not. Well, they've delayed any decision on what to do with Chris Cuomo. I'll tell you why he's in trouble. For those, first of all, that sentence where he says, "I have a lead on the wedding girl." It's hard to deny that you're not 
uh, part of the uh, dirty tricks team who's trying to discredit, destroy the accusers when you have that sentence on your email. He knew it was wrong. That's the other thing. He said he knew it was wrong. He said something about how he panics every time he exchanges emails with uh, DeRosa or, or Andrew because he knows what he's doing is wrong. Yep. He gets a little nervous just exchanging emails with them. Here's the other thing. They said they get, they're going to do a thorough review and they're looking for additional clarity. <laughs> imagine if that Let's were, uh, you know, imagine if uh, Sean Hannity did this yeah. and, his, his, and they right. said, oh, we're just looking for additional clarity. That's as clear as it gets in my mind to say you have a lead on the wedding girl. But here's one other reason I think he's in trouble. You know, the Atlantic magazine, I'm sure you don't read it. Nobody reads it, yeah. but uh, it has become kind of a voice of the of the left of the deep state of the biden regime they you know they're the ones that made up the lies about trump mocking veterans and they did everything they could to help biden win the election and it worked obviously but i mean it used to be respected i have a great book it's called 125 years of atlantic it's a collection of the best pieces in atlantic over the first 125 years before it became just this left-wing rag well the left-wing rag has a column came out yesterday by david graham headline chris cuomo must go this is not you know the blaze this is not right. the new york post this is the atlantic on one of their own talking about one of their own he is andrew cuomo chris cuomo the atlantic they're all deep state scummy left-wing you know, radical uh, people they said he must go that is a really bad sign by the way, I got another one from the city, a New York City website uh, that goes into it. It's called the Andrew Cuomo Smear Team. His brother and his top advisors smear their vic his victims. That's pretty um, straightforward stuff. Yes. You don't need, I don't need an additional clarity when I read that. <laughs> I say, that is true. This guy who was at a, a host nightly on CNN doing the news, analyzing the news, was at in his free time, trying to smear the victims of his brother, this tyrant in the uh, in the governor's mansion in New York. It seems pretty clear cut to me, Carano, and I'm I'm no genius, but I don't think it needs additional clarity. I think that's pretty clear. Oh, they're just stalling to figure out what they're going to do, of course. But I'm, he's got to. I, I think if you're CNN, you got to you got to cut bait, get him out of there. Well, Call it a, and he's another, not, I mean, I don't think he's that important. You know, he's not like he's not like you know, Tucker Carlson. He's not like Bill O'Reilly. He's not a big star. He's just Andrew Cuomo. I was just watching his show from last night, like his opening monologue and his finishing monologue, his crossover with Don Lemon's ridiculous. Don Lemon talks about how much he loves him. I love you, brother. I love you too. And 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 Don Lemon's got, by the way, got a scandal of his own. He's being sued by a bartender because if you haven't seen this. And, and I give credit to Megan Kelly. She covers this. She does a great job of covering this. She put the victim on her show. Oh. He was a bartender on Long Island. And Lemon reached down his pants and rubbed, rubbed his own crotch and stuck it in the guy's face. That's pretty disgusting. That's gross. And he's being sued for it. And he's holding out. I think he's already, I think uh, Lemon has already offered hundreds of thousands of dollars to settle. And the guy won't settle. So Lemon has his own scandal. We know putting your hands on your pants and sticking it in the bartender's face doesn't get you fired. We also know jerking off on a Zoom call with your coworkers <laughs> doesn't get you fired. No. I'll never quite understand why CNN felt compelled to keep Jeffrey Tubin. He's not that good he's, either. Right. He's not that important. I guess he hates Trump. That's the most important thing. He hates Trump and they didn't want to lose him. But in, in those circles, I guess he's a big star in those, you know, whatever left wing legal circles. But not only do you have him on so that people who see him can laugh at you and him every time he appears, but isn't that the new bar that, what does it take? Everyone asked this question on Twitter yesterday, including me. What does it take to get fired at CNN? Well, you don't get fired when you're pulling it out and yanking it in front <laughs> of co-workers. Right. That doesn't get you fired. I feel like when I, tell me if I'm wrong. When I was a kid, uh, we, you know, we didn't have that much. We had cable, of course, but we didn't have that much cable. So we were watching the same nightly news kind of as the whole country was. And I felt like newscasters of the day when I was a kid were well-respected, like kind of upstanding yeah, now, people. Is I that, don't am, think am the, I wrong, uh, you know, social... am I wrong about that? Am I wrong about that? 
were they actually- also did it also wasn't so partisan i think this is a result of you know social media in this day and age and twitter where the line is drawn you're on one side or the other clearly cnn and msnbc are on one side which is a problem for them because they split the audience yeah and fox is on the other so you're a partisan and as soon as someone gets in trouble like tubin they one rally. side must defend him yeah, right. and the other side wants to destroy him and for my side I look and I laugh. I say, good luck defending that degenerate. I mean, Jeffrey Tubin also knocked up a coworker, uh, the daughter of a coworker, Jeff Greenfield's daughter, knocked her up and then denied it was his. It was kind of like Hunter Biden. <laughs> she had to sue him. Then he uh, wanted her to board it. He wouldn't. So he, he had a baby, but was like denying it's his. That, to me, again, is kind of a low-life move. Anyway, he didn't get fired for masturbating in a meeting. So the bar is, I don't know if it's, low or high or what at cnn but i found out what it takes to get fired at cnn though because i remembered that jeff santorum was what like the token conservative yep on uh you know all those whatever those chat shows those uh, panel shows he'd be on there and you know it's a living i I, don't, I guess he didn't have an opportunity at fox so he wanted to be on tv and they paid him and whatever he went in there and he did his job took a beating from all the liberals anyway he got fired last year and I was like, I remember that. What did he do? Did he pull it out in the middle of a meeting? Did he yank it? This was uh, in uh, March, May, in May. Rick Santorum gave a speech to the Young Americans Foundation, not not a uh, was TV it young, show. Was it Yale? Was it Young Americans for Liberty? Who was it? Was young, it? YAF, the Young Americans oh, Foundation. Oh, okay. I don't know. It's a conservative group. So he gave a speech and he was talking about how great America is, which again, that's, that's I remember a this. black mark against you at CNN. And he said, we burst, birthed a nation from nothing. I mean, there was nothing here. I mean, yes, we have Native Americans, but candidly, there isn't much Native American culture in American culture. Are you uh, waiting for more? That's it? That is it. <laughs> that is all. A couple of days later, he was forced to apologize. He said, I misspoke. He was said, I was talking about the founding of the country. That's what the speech was about, the founding of the country. That's what he's written about a lot. That's one of his things he speaks and writes about. And he says, I've given a long talk about the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, and the ideas behind those. And that I was saying we sort of created that anew. I was not trying to dismiss Native Americans. But... If you were to talk to an honest historian, he'd say he was just being honest. I mean, there's not that much Native American culture in current American culture. It's not a slight on them. It's not an insult. It's just the way things have gone historically. He didn't talk about anyone personally. He didn't lie. He certainly didn't you know, harass anybody. That cost him the job. Now, he wasn't a full-time nightly host like, yeah, Andrew, uh, like Chris Cuomo, but that get neither is Tubin. So Tubin jerks off in front of his coworkers on a Zoom call. Nope, nope. <laughs> he's, he's, he survives. Rick Santorum downplays the contributions of Native Americans to the American culture with historical foundation, by the way. He's a historian. That gets him fired. So that, what, that is the answer of what gets you fired at CNN. I think the words i have a lead on the wedding girl also get you fired i'm with you i think they well, I throw think, him yeah out. he's got it. i think he's got to go yeah they throw him to the wolves he's also he's heterosexual he's white he's male it's time. He doesn't, have much, doesn't have much going for him you know obviously don lemon has a lot going for him he's openly gay and proud and all that and you know he gets drunk on new year's eve with anderson cooper and the, you know that's kind of their identity as a network uh, and the replacement will be, you know, a big time box checker, the big time, the price, the replacement will be a female or a person of color or whatever, a, you know, gay, you know, they got plenty of gay guys in that primetime lineup. So they don't really need that, but that new guy, new person, it will not be another, uh, Chris Cuomo, just, uh, just so you know, but couldn't happen when I said, guy. It's good to watch the CNN, uh, weightlifting correspondent go down. Because that is pretty scummy. Say, I'm going to get them, the women that are accusing you. Yep. The women who, by the way, were like 24 years old, scared, yep. challenging, I mean, it, it, you know, reluctant to come forward. And you have someone like Chris Cuomo saying, I got some dirt on them. I mean, that's as sleazy as it gets. That's like what George Stephanopoulos and James Carville did when Clinton had his scandals. They had the bimbo eruption department that went after the women and tried to destroy them and succeeded. 
in many cases and getting that degenerate elected. But uh, good luck to uh, Chris Cuomo. Uh, you know what? He probably go into business with his brother. They can like go on tour. They can, uh, you know, do TV and, and uh, you know, uh, have their own cable show, some obscure network, the two of them. They, they Remember they used to do that comedy show with the big Q-tips and everything? It worked. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, um, that's right. He interviewed his brother nine times during the scandal while people like Janice Dean were screaming about their dead relatives in nursing homes. He went on and did the comedy routine with the host, the primetime host at CNN. Just consider that. They knew what had happened in the nursing homes. They knew what kind of what kind of dirtbag Andrew Cuomo was, and they went on and just yucked it up and uh, had a good time. And those things, those pictures, those videos will last forever. So he's going down in flames. But uh, And so, by the way, is Jesse Smollett. I will get to that and get to Lauren Boebert. But, you know, we also love, we also love Hone Health, H-O-N-E, Hone Health is a comprehensive hormone optimization clinic that helps men get their energy back, their focus, their libido, and their muscle mass by addressing low testosterone. Hone offers at-home biomarker testing, in-depth physician video consults, and FDA-approved medication delivered straight to your door. Since it launched in 2020, Hone has helped thousands of men. You have no energy to make it through the day, having a hard time putting on muscle. Your libido's not what it used to be. Your hormones could <clears throat> be to blame. <clears throat> I know. I know when I run like both my little jog, I say every time I do it, I say, God, I guess I'm old. I guess I'm old because it's always a struggle and it seemed to get to be more of a struggle. Same in the gym. Well, it could be an answer for guys who feel that way. It could be your testosterone. Testosterone levels now. Are, sub, are substantially lower than other generations. This generation, they're 25% lower than our last generation, and it's not your fault. There are many factors, such as environmental changes, that are affecting our generation. Today, 30 million men in the U.S. have low testosterone that is affecting their daily lives. Hone help. Hone health can help. Hone health can help. Testosterone is more than just a sex hormone. It affects energy, muscle mass, focus, overall mood. Hone helps men get tested and get the treatment they need for low testosterone in the comfort of your own home. It's easy. You collect a sample, send it in. Once the results are ready, you have a video chat with a real doctor. Doctors will recommend a personalized treatment plan based on your biomarkers and symptoms. Treatment includes FDA-approved medication delivered straight to your door. I'm not a medical expert. Hone Health is. They'll be there with you every step of the way. Order Hone, easy-to-use at-home assessment test today. To learn more about your testosterone levels for a limited time, our listeners can get the Hone Health Home Testing and a doctor consultation for just 45 bucks. Go to HoneHealth.com slash Callahan to take advantage now. That's Hone, H-O-N-E Health slash Callahan for just 45 bucks. All right, what else are we doing here, Carano? Got Omaha Steak oh, good. as well this, this week. I love Omaha. Want to do Omaha now? Uh, yeah, I love. I mean, well, I'm fired I'd up. Love to talk about it. Omaha steaks. I love their Me steaks. Me too. Wait, this is and, and I always think this like right about now. What's the gift? What do I get this person? What do I get? You know, my uh, my wife, or my whoever, family member. What, what, what you, you wonder? You want to know a really easy thing to do? The perfect gift. That's a perfect name for the uh, package of uh, of Omaha steaks and all kinds of goodies. How about this? Four bacon wrapped filet mignons. Four boneless chicken breasts. Four Omaha steak burgers, four gourmet jumbo franks, which I'm telling you <clears throat> are awesome. Individual scallop potatoes, caramel apple tartlets, and signature seasoning. You get free eight Omaha steak burgers, which are just great. I can attest to that. Oh, Christmas is coming up. You need the perfect gift. If Omaha makes it easy to send friends and family an unforgettable gift that is truly guaranteed to be loved, go to omahasteaks.com and enter jerry into the search bar to order the perfect gift packet for nine, 99.99 you get 25 entrees 20 24 i'm sorry 24 entrees for 99.99 i was just amazed that seems like a great deal that is a great deal i've got this i got this for my birthday and i loved it you've all heard the reports about shortages and shipping delays don't wait order the perfect gift package today at omahasteaks.com and you've got eight free burgers when entering the code word Jerry, G-E-R-R-Y. Achieve gifting greatness with Omaha Steaks. Incredible flavor, incredible value, 100% guaranteed. OmahaSteaks.com slash 
Jerry, G-E-R-R-Y, omahasteaks.com, keyword Jerry. Hey, I just want to iterate too that it's, it's a little different when you go to omahasteaks.com. There's a search bar at the top of it. Just type in G-E-R-Y. You'll see Jerry Callahan, the name pop up. Click on that, and that brings you to all of the awesome savings that you get. Besides uh, the package that Jerry was talking about, there's a few others Do on there too. Now. Do but it it's, now. Uh, it's hundred bucks. Stuff. Less yeah. than hundred bucks and get that gift giving over. And I, I, you know, absolutely mean it. You see that and you love it. I, got I love it. it. My birthday, and I love it. You know, it lasted me like a month, and I was eating burgers and dogs and bacon wrap fillets for a month, and I was could not have been happier. All right, before we get back to uh, Enos Cantor Freedom, my new favorite athlete in the freaking world, I'm I paid pretty close attention to the Jussie Smollett case, and I'm a little confused. Uh, it started yesterday. If you haven't heard, he's in court. Um. What the hell is his defense? He's blaming the brothers <clears throat> that he hired, you know, to fake mug him, fake, you know, rough him up. He's blaming them and saying that these guys he knew <laughs> would just happen to see him on the street and rough him up. <laughs> I, I and then, then after that happened, here's why I'm confused. They did it. They un- understood he paid him. They hired him. We've heard their stories. And now he says that they weren't acting in on his orders he didn't hire them he didn't want them to do it so why did he then go to the police station with the noose around his neck and tell him guys with maga hats two white guys with maga hats did it how can it be both how can you have your story that you gave the cops how does that jive with the fact that the brothers were acting on their own when they roughed you up i can't explain any of this i don't understand his defense he should have taken a plea um, and- I know I, well I wonder what kind of plea he got he's gonna have to take a plea it's just such an absurd defense and there are people like standing by him, I guess, you know, friends and family, maybe Kamala Harris, by the way, has taken down the tweet, <laughs> Actually, <really>? <laughs> <laughs> the tweet about him that Kamala Harris, uh, sent like the next day and what a wonderful person he is. Um, I believe it's still, and I mean, you know, I guess what good does it do to take it down? Uh, but, uh, she, you know, she had a lot, he had a lot of support from a lot of politicians. I forget, did the Red Sox apologize? They must have, because they fall for every race hoax. Um, um, okay, here's why Kamala Harris didn't hesitate to trust. Um, <laughs> this is unbelievable. Jesse Smollett said the two MAGA guys beat him up. Exactly. It, at two in the morning, it was like zero degrees. There's video of him going to the police station, right? Yes. In the police station, he's wearing the noose that he said they put around his neck. For a fact. He's it an was actor. 45, it was 45 minutes after uh, the, uh, the, the, the attack, and he still had the noose around his neck. Is, I think one of the cops said to him, do you want to take that off now? <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you like, do you, why, why are you wearing that? So what we do know is it's two Nigerian brothers. Like, we have them on video. Right. They're the star witnesses for the prosecution. Um, they were paid $3,500, I think, each maybe, uh, or made them just $3,500 total. Like. There's a lot of tra- there's, there's been a lot of investigation around this already, um, so I I don't see I I don't know but now he's saying a real crime happened against him that's his defense so I don't he said well Kamala Harris I'm just looking at her she called it a modern day lynching and said yes. no one should have to fear for their life because of their sexuality or color of their skin um, that that tweet's still out there she still looks like a fool but hey, she looks like a fool every day uh, Smollett claimed he was, quote, doused with bleach. They put a rope around his neck and said, this is MAGA country in Chicago at two in the morning in the middle of winter or whatever. It was two in the morning uh, and it was two degrees out. Um, it was obviously a silly race hoax. Everybody knew it. The cops knew it when they were standing talking to him. Absolutely. He was trying to raise his profile. But you know, I heard Greg Gutfeld do this on The Five. And we do this a lot, but it's worth it. It's worth putting these things in perspective. Can you imagine, can you imagine if that were a white guy who said two black guys did that to him, two BLM guys, you know, they had BLM hats or something. They roughed him up, said, this is BLM country. They, whatever, put a noose around his neck and, you know, they, they doused him with bleach or something. So the white guy's just some two-bit actor on some show nobody watches and He's trying to get famous and trying to raise his profile. So he comes up with this ridiculous race hoax. Who would buy it? I mean, who would be there? There's no, there's no Kamala Harris out there that would buy it. Everybody would say, 
That's silly. That's absurd. They would charge him. No one would feel bad for him. They'd want to put him in jail. By the way, it would cause not just tweets and talk. It would cause real violence. There'd be people, you know, BLM supporters who would say, you know, demand justice by whatever, burning a police car or smashing windows. That's what you do. That's what you did at that time. This was uh, in 2019. Uh, it is incredible double standard. I hope they, um, I hope they prosec- continue to prosecute him. They must have offered him a deal and he turned it down, right? I, I don't know. I haven't seen that. I have not seen that yet. You'd think that they would have. Like, do you really want this to go public? You're just going to look bad. The other thing is if he's saying that a crime, if his defense is a crime was committed against him, it's pretty easy to say, well, we're the police. We investigated it. Here's all our investigation. There was no crime. We, we didn't prosecute anybody. There was no crime. So right. does his defense just fall apart? I, I guess. I mean, I can't imagine you don't offer him a deal and just say, we got you down cold. You have no defense. There's no jury that's going to acquit you. It doesn't matter the racial makeup or anything. You lied. Everybody knows it. It is funny how we are. There are so many people reluctant to call out these race hoaxes. We talk all the time about the owners of the Red Sox who yeah. never missed the chance to label their own fans racist. It's this bizarre reflex in this current culture where a guy like uh, uh, Tory Hunter makes up an obvious lie saying the fans were chanting the N-word, the kids were chanting the N-word, the parents right. were cheering them on. Right. And then he goes on the Red Sox-owned radio station and they and then they don't call him out. They don't question him. They just say, oh, it's too bad people don't believe you, Tory. Don't believe you. He obviously made it up. Everybody mm. knows he made it up. It'd be on camera. As, as we've talked about many times, uh, Sam Kennedy, the president, told us he didn't believe Adam Jones when Adam Jones made up a story about the N-word. And then when we did it, we were, you know, racist. And, you know, how could you question this 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 guy, this victim, when nobody heard it, nobody saw it, nobody believed him, but they're afraid to say you're you're making that up because they'll be labeled racist. So if you defend the people he's lying about, the people he's labeling as racist, you're racist. If you don't believe someone could do that in Fenway Park, yell out the N-word, you're racist. It's just a strange, convoluted uh, equation. And then you get people like Red Sox President Sam Kennedy, who privately will say he doesn't believe a word of it, but publicly will apologize and say, of course we believe him. I mean, it's just These guys are cowards. I wonder it, if, um, so, the, so the Chicago police, if I remember correctly, it was three years ago, so long ago, but if I remember right. correctly, the Chicago police took this pretty personally. Um, That's true. So, That's I true. Wonder, so I wonder if they did offer him a deal, but that he had to admit guilt to, to take some of the burden, to like untarnish the Chicago cops' reputation after this whole thing. It's a, it's a good point because they had to use manpower <clears throat> and pretend to be looking for those MAGA guys <laughs> yes. when they knew he was lying, but they couldn't flat out say he was lying because, you know, he's a gay black guy and he's got friends in high places like Kamala Harris. <clears throat> and, you know, he, was, he, he, he thought he was famous. He still thinks he's famous. He is now, I guess, but most people never heard of him. <clears throat> As Dave Chappelle does the best rant on this, you know, saying how ridiculous the story is how would two white MAGA guys even know who Jesse Smollett is? Do they? Do you think they watch Empire? <laughs> no, I never heard of him. Did you ever hear of him before this story came? You know, that was the first reach. He said that they knew him and recognized him. <laughs> so they saw. I mean, honestly, so they saw him on on their favorite program, okay? And they didn't like right. him on the favorite program, and they're racist and and homophobes. So they decided to follow him and 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 beat him up and put a news. None of that makes sense. Uh, the lesson is you got to put a little more thought into it, kids. If you want to come up with a race hoax, you can't be Do this stupid. Job. You right. can't be this stupid. But we'll see how it goes. Good luck to Jesse Smollett. I would have been telling you about Shea Concrete for a long, long time. Today, we're sitting with the man who makes it all work, the man in charge of the whole place, my brother-in-law, Greg. Hey, Greg, seems like business is booming at Shea Concrete. We're cranking that out, Jerry. Well, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just wondering, what's holding you back these days? We could use some good help. You need people? We need people. How many people do you need? At least 20 people. 20? Well, what kind of people? We have positions driving trucks, working in the production plants, estimating engineers, all kinds. Do you need any podcasters? <laughs> I know, we do have the precast podcast. Well, I, I think it seems like a great place to work, as I tell people. It's a family atmosphere. You guys are good to your people. There's a great gym here at the headquarters. Uh, 
What's holding you back? Why can't you find people? Besides being to work on time, you have to pass the drug test. Ooh, <laughs> you have to pass a drug test. That's all it takes. All right, if people want to uh, come see you, they want to talk, what do they have to do? Bunch of ways. They can, if they want to be a team member, they can go to shakeconcrete.com, fill out an application. They can come to our, any of our offices. We got four locations. They can call me up directly. They can email jobs at shakeconcrete.com. And you'll give them a hat? And we'll give them a hat. Hats. Yep. All right, sounds good. Shakeconcrete.com. I saw a really cool, uh, nice cafeteria here. Can we go have lunch? Oh, absolutely. We got empanadas and <laughs> chicken. <laughs> Excellent. I don't know what they are, but I'm going to go have an empanada. And I did want to mention, <clears throat> because we've done this before, you know, guys who apologize to the mob and how it doesn't get you anywhere. And a good example of this was Lauren Boebert. She's a, uh, a, a freshman congressman for a congresswoman from Denver, uh, from Colorado. Big right winger, big firebrand, hangs out with uh, Matt Gates and Marjorie Taylor Greene and people uh, like that. And she's pretty cocky and pretty loud and, and she's cute and she's small, but, uh, and she's made a name for herself. But she made a dumb joke, an ill-advised joke about Elon Omar. Elon Omar, if you don't know, is the... Uh, a radical left-wing squad member who, um, from Minnesota, who um, sympathizes with terrorists all the time, defends them. She literally said on 9-11, some people did something, just downplayed it. Because, you know, the narrative out there, she doesn't believe. But anyway, she's just a crazy radical ingrate who was who came here from a uh, refugee camp in Kenya. As this, as this country's given her everything everything she's now a wealthy member of congress and she never misses the chance to dump all over this country just like iana presley just like aoc they hate this country a real i'm gonna say conflict there between lauren bobert's view of the world and uh elon omar so they get on an elevator together and there's a security guy and he says she says you don't have to worry about it elon doesn't have a backpack so it's obviously a dumb whatever joke about her being a Muslim fanatic or being a Muslim extremist shouldn't have said it. She probably should have, uh, you know, just not even looked at Elon Omar, not made a joke about her knowing that you do that. Elon Omar is going to take advantage of it. She did immediately all these phonies like Ayanna Presley and AOC. Oh, there's no place for that. No place for that. They, they don't mind when Elon Omar sympathizes with actual terrorists but making a joke about terrorists is unacceptable. So they all demanded she get reprimanded and, and she demanded she get denounced by her own party and apologize. Well, she apologized like an idiot. Someone told her to apologize. And the reaction from Elon Omar was immediately, I don't accept it. You, yeah. you, yeah, you must go public. She went public. She did it on, uh, she told the story on Instagram and on Twitter, but it wasn't enough. Elon Omar said, no, you got to do it publicly and make a speech. And finally, uh, Lauren, Bur- Lauren Bobart, to her credit, said, enough of that. I'm not apologizing anymore. Her mistake, you learn, live and learn. She did something stupid. She should have just said, you know, we're move- I'm moving on. I'm not dwelling on that. Uh, you know, I'm not going to play that game. You apologize to these people. They aren't going to just accept it and move on. She wanted to see you twist in the wind. And to her credit, Lauren Bobart eventually realized it. But... <clears throat> Do we have any sound from Bobert, who uh, made a pretty uh, interesting uh, Instagram video and Twitter video where she talked about it and how uh, Omar just said, no deal. I'm not accepting your apology. Yeah, here it is. Hey, everyone. This is Lauren with a quick update on a phone call I had today with squad member Ilhan Omar. I had reached out to her Friday and three days later, I was able to connect with her on the phone because I wanted to let her know directly that I had reflected on my previous remarks. Now, as a strong Christian woman who values faith deeply, I never want anything I say to offend someone's religion. So I told her that, even after I put out a public statement to that effect, she said that she still wanted a public apology because what I had done wasn't good enough. So I reiterated to her what I had just said. She kept asking for a public apology. So I told Ilhan Omar that she should make a public apology to the American people for her anti-American, anti-Semitic, anti-police rhetoric. She continued to press and I continued to press back. And then Representative Omar hung up on me. <laughs> I mean, 
That's but if you're gonna you like, why call her in the first place if you're gonna just have right. an argument with her? If you're gonna be defensive and have an argument with her, it's like either you're you're sorry and apologize or don't do it. She shouldn't have done it. She said said it was a stupid no. joke. I was just making a dumb joke and and that's it. That's enough. Right. I wouldn't and, even and, said I apologize to anyone in the Muslim community like she did in her. It's just like I just made a dumb joke. Who cares? Moving on. Yes, she should have moved on. I, I think she'll live and learn. She's young. That 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 doesn't work. You can't apologize to these and say whoops. I mean, you're talking about people. Never apologize. You're apologizing to people, you know, like Eric Swalwell, who was banging a Chinese spy <laughs> for years. You're talking about some apologizing to Adam Schiff, who lied every day about the Russian hoax. You're talking about apologizing to Elon Omar, who said some people did something on 9 11. And the liberals if, don't ever apologize. You're not seeing never. Biden apologize. None of them apologize. So if you want to win, you can't apologize to them. Screw that. Biden didn't apologize for, for, for droning 10 innocent yeah, people, including they, seven children. No apology for that. None. So, uh, I mean, not even a statement for that. It's incredible. No. The double standard. I hopefully she's young and live and learn and understand. That's not how it's done. All right, quickly. We have. To, oh, we don't have time for this, do we? No. The well, the stream will end. I mean, we can uh, continue on. The, the stream will end. Stuff. Okay. Well, we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up uh, with uh, again. Congratulations to Enos Freedom. Enos Cantor Freedom. We went on with Tucker in in court. It's pretty awesome. You know, he stands up. He's got a T-shirt that says freedom on it. And then the judge tells him, makes him fall, repeat after him, does the whole pledge. And then the judge comes over, shakes his hand, takes pictures with him. He signs autographs. There has never been anybody who loves this country more than this immigrant from Turkey who has, we know about his balls. He's just got brass ones. He takes on LeBron. He takes on Popovich. He takes on all the usual cowards. He writes on his shoes free the Uyghurs and he writes on his shoes to boycott the Olympics and takes the court and knowing that it pisses off the NBA, but what can they do about it? He's fighting for, for social justice. What can they do? He embarrasses LeBron and so many others. He's just awesome. And uh, then he went on with Tucker. Tucker was blown away by his answers because the guy just loves the country, the opportunity. He points out when he was young guy, you know, first came to America and someone was ripping the president like one of his yeah. teammates, he yeah. looked at him and said, you better be careful to put you in jail. And he said, they don't that's, do that in this country. That's Enos. not how it works here. Yes. That's not how it works. So congratulations to him. And before we go, congratulations to Brian Kelly, the, the schlub from Everett, Mass, in Assumption College, who is now coaching LSU at the age of 60 for $15 million a year. Lincoln Riley, he's uh, 38. He's been a head coach at one place, Oklahoma, for five years. He bailed on Oklahoma yesterday, got on a private jet, which he has use of 24-7. Yes, for him and his family. Went to USC, which in his contract at USC is worth $110 million. Crazy. Every time this happens, at first, my first instinct is, what a weasel. He's screwing over the players, the recruits, the assistant coaches, the community that he loved. And then you look at the numbers and go, and, well, we all have our price. We all have our price. They'll he'll bring some of the assistants with him, and they'll get paid well. Uh, some he won't, but uh, you know they might stay there and work for the new coach at Notre Dame or Oklahoma. But it is amazing that that the, that the sport has this kind of money to shower on head coaches. And you know what? If the head coach can leave any time for some reason. They don't have contracts that mean anything. That one way deals. This you know Lincoln Riley could. Coach one week at you know one year at USC and then go to the NFL. They they won't stop them. The coaches have all the power. Mama, don't let your babies grow up to be uh, cowboys. Let them be coaches, head coaches, assistant coaches, college coaches, pro coaches. I don't. I know it's not a great lifestyle. Some of these guys they they get old fast. They stress out. But man, that job pays. And uh, congrats to a uh, sixty-year-old Brian Kelly from. Everett and Chelsea Mass uh, for cashing in. It seems like a strange thing to go from Notre Dame, a guy from Massachusetts, go from Assumption to eventually end up in Notre Dame, and now you're at LSU. Mm. You're, I mean, that is that is an occasion country. That's true. For a, for, a, for a frumpy guy from Boston, but good luck to him. Good luck to him, and good luck to uh, to everybody. Jussie, good luck, good luck to Jussie in court today. But uh, we shall leave it there. Carano, am I missing anything? Uh, no, I think that's about. Oh, Jack Dorsey's out, but uh, maybe we can talk oh, about that a little right. bit more tomorrow. I have some thoughts on that. Remind me of these things. Well, maybe I mean, you can uh, you can analyze this tomorrow. I know you're yeah. <clears throat> paying close attention. All I know is everything I've read is that the new guy's worse. He's going to be Jack worse. Dorsey. Yeah. 
that's bad news for us. That's bad news for anybody who is, uh, you know, anti and not with the Biden regime because the new guy on Twitter is even more of a uh, enemy of free speech. So we're going to see continued bans and, uh, you know, uh, just, I was just looking at the, um, where, uh, I was looking at the numbers <clears throat> of, uh, think under Jack Dorsey, when, uh, Trump was on Twitter, he got censored 625 times. <laughs> they said, <laughs> you know how many times, be a record. You know how many times they censored Biden? How many? Zero. Yeah. Zero. <laughs> Even when he called Rittenhouse a white nationalist, uh, can't oh, that's right. That. That's right. They, they, you know, it's going to get worse apparently because this is. new guy who was the chief technology officer, who's now the, uh, the, um, CEO as, uh, the weirdo, uh, Jack Dorsey steps down to spend more time with his beard and his hallucinogenic mushrooms. So good luck to Parag Agrawal, Parag Agrawal, and good luck to us because he's not going to be a, a friend to the... Uh, to the Galahad show, no. To the, no, to the... Or people like me. But uh, all right, we shall leave it there, Carano. Thanks to everybody for watching, for listening, for commenting. We appreciate it. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Show, and we will talk to you again tomorrow.